When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like Sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to the show, Brosco. This is Behind the Steel Curtain editor Dave Schofield coming at you on a Tuesday night at 9 p.m. We're back to our regular time, and I'm with me, as always, is the Big Bro Show. Rich, how you doing tonight? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. No! You told me you were going to do something different. No. That's not how it's supposed to work. That's exactly how it's supposed to work. No. We'll to that in a not. second. We'll no. get to that in a moment. No. 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 I caught you off guard. I'm waiting for the I'm 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 waiting for uh, yeah, the response you're supposed to give me. No. You started it. I will end it. Yeah. Okay. So Rich, how you doing today? His name is Joseph. <laughs> now, actually, for, for those of you who are wondering what we're doing, yeah, we kind of went ahead with the alternate pronunciation of our last name. In other words, how everybody screws it up, um, That who wants to call us Schofield, um, in honor of new Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker Joe Schobert, the big show, Joe the um, show. Um, and we are we have an open invitation out there for for uh the show must go on to come on the Scobro show, which will then be the Showbro show if 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 he's no, on with us. Not at all. No, because his so. name will be it will be <laughs> Joe Scobro. 
Joe Scobro. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or 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 they or we have to spell with the the Scobro show, but it's S C H O to finish it up. But anyway, Rich. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'll give you a chance to do it again. How you doing tonight? You ruined it. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right. I'm not doing it now because yeah. you because you messed it up. You no, I didn't mess it up. We were giving shout out to our to the newest Steelers linebacker, and I did reach out to him to let him know, hey, if you ever want to want to come on and have your have your um your your Steelers podcast debut, come on the Scobro show so you can join in with us right then. So um, there you go. Rich, we got lots to talk about. Um, you and I, you and I, you know what? When we will talk because last week you and I together. Mm-hmm. Got to breathe in the sweet smell of victory. Come on, you were—I was going to say—you can't let everyone down and not and not no, do that. No, I had to. We, I yes, had to do it, but I had to do it but, on my terms because you messed it all up. Well, no, I mean, if, if you can call what we were doing breathing, and that, oh my goodness, was it hot last Thursday night? It was very warm here last Thursday. Night. Yes, it was. But I was able to travel up and watch the game with you. For those of you who caught the post-game show, you saw me sitting. Where Rich is sitting right now, so with Kyle's and, deer head in the background. And I have to admit that deer head, for the way those computer screens work, it does not look that large while we're sitting here. But standing next to it, my goodness, that's that. It, it's a nice one. It really is. See now that there you, you know, put, we'll it, in put per- it in perspective after I get the you know yeah put it in perspective and what's great is because it's the black and gold that's what Kyle picked out and it looks fantastic he, yeah he went to black and gold specifically for Steelers of course the our tax derby folks when you know Kyle was talking he wanted it black and gold she was like you mean like black and yellow like the Steelers yeah and he was like yes she's like I can make it look mm-hmm. like the Steelers so yes absolutely I got to put that. Well, Rich, we've got a lot to catch up on while you go ahead and put that back up there. I don't know if you'll be able to hear me or not, but we'll, we have last week's game to talk about. But before we get to, we got to talk to about a little bit of news. Of course, you know, we had during the game was we were sitting there together watching and that's when they, when, you know, the Joe Schobert news was coming on across on Twitter. The Slack, the Slack channel. The Slack channel and we didn't. I didn't realize this until I spoke to Brian and Jeff in the post game show, because most people that were watch anyone who got the game on NFL Network, this is a quick reminder that when you watch NFL Network games or the games on NFL Network, they go with the home team's broadcasting team. So a lot of people, like if you have NFL Game Pass, you were getting the Eagles broadcast, which on the replay when I watched it. I was dealing with the Eagles broadcast, and I'm like, I understand why everyone's frustrated. We had the Pittsburgh broadcast. It was, was Kenneth Sarah, Stan Saver, and old man Batch down there. You know, no, no, no. Well, it wasn't Stan Saver. It was actually Bob Pompiani. I know, but uh, I, I know you were quoting your you were quoting your Pittsburgh dad. But they talked about the trade all, during the game. They during actually the game. they they yeah. brought it up, and that's how we knew that it was it was good to deal. go. And then there was various reports. You know, it was reported that, you know, Jacksonville was going to send some money with them. And then everyone started to dismiss that. And then guess what? Jacksonville <laughs> sent money with them. They, they basically paid for half his salary for this year. And then the Steelers restructured as much as they could. 
down to a $1.88 million salary cap hit. When you're looking for how it changes the salary cap now, after displacement, it was $1.03 million is all it cost the Steelers. And a sixth-round draft pick, which is interesting because the Steelers don't have a fourth because they traded it for a fifth this year. The Steelers don't have their fifth because they traded it to the Jets last year for Avery Williamson, but they did pick up a seventh from the Jets. So they didn't lose a pick. It just changed which round it was in in order to have Williamson last year. And then now their sixth round pick. So all the Steelers have right now before compensatory picks is two seventh round picks on day three. That's all they have on day three right now. So um, that's, that's pretty good. But the other big news we do want to mention, because a lot of people, you know, a lot – holding their, you know, you're breathing in that sweet smell of victory from Thursday. But bottom line is a lot of Steelers nation was collectively holding their breath at the end of practice today when one wide receiver, Chase Claypool, went down and did not go off the field under his own power. He had to be helped to the locker room by Ben Roethlisberger and Eric Ebron. Luckily, reports are already out that it's a not a high ankle sprain. It's just a low ankle sprain. He's going to be out. I have a feeling we're not going to see him this this week. I don't even know if they were going to play him or not the next week. It all depends. But bottom line is he should not be missing significant time that's going to affect the regular season. Uh, we might know a little bit more tomorrow from Coach Tomlin, but I doubt he really says anything because that's just what he does. But that it's not anything that looks like it's going to require – um, extensive time. Rich, did, did had you heard about that, or did you hear about that he was okay by the time you heard uh, that I'd he was heard hurt? About, by the time I heard he was hurt, I was also seeing that it was not serious. Exactly, exactly. So, so I had a feeling that a lot of people were like that, but there were some out there that were like, oh, and even – and, and even I can hear I can hear Coach Tomlin tomorrow when he's asked about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Coach Tomlin will do something like who? No. What are you talking about wide receiver? What? No. He's like, man, I don't know. He said that room's so crowded in there right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going. Yeah. on. <laughs> I would you love know? for him to joke like that. It all depends on how practice goes on what you're going to get from yep. Coach Tomlin. Uh, we were surprised. We thought we were going to get a Tomlin Tuesday. We thought we were going to get an, the regular press conference and. We were ready for it in case we did, but we did not. So I don't know that that we're going to hear from Coach Tomlin in the regular, you know, sit down setting like you would get after a game um, that he usually does on Tuesdays. Because the Steelers this week was treating today; they were treating today like Wednesday because they play Saturday. They were basically trying to keep this as a regular NFL week. They practiced today; they were in their pads and. Um, Luckily, everything's all right with Mr. Claypool. So, so let's what we're what we're going to talk about now. This is what we do on this show. We talk about last week's game, and then we move on to talk a little bit more about next week's game. And because it's the preseason, we might break this down a little bit more when it comes to last week's game. Um, but trust me, we still have plenty to talk about with the game coming up on Saturday. But we're going to kind of. We're going to talk about everything, but one thing specifically we're going to mention is the offensive line. And it, it was it's interesting, Rich. Do you remember how we were feeling sitting there at halftime? How did you feel um, sitting there at halftime? At halftime, I was sitting there feeling that we're out 
playing the Eagles and we're losing. That's how I felt. Yeah. Yeah, I understand what you mean. I I felt like, man, the I mean the 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 sack on Mason Rudolph looked bad, and that was I thought it at first. I thought, I thought it was Javon Hargrave because I, I heard some I heard that name thrown out there, but he was already out of the game by then. It was there. It was their other. Um, a, a, I think the the nose tackle behind him on the depth chart, and and I was a little bit concerned about that. And I'm like, well, the offensive line they're looking okay, but uh, what did we say about the offensive line when it came to the second half? There, Rich. <laughs> um. I think the way I put it was that the left side of the line of Kevin Dotson and Dan Moore Jr. were um, men playing amongst boys. I think it's the way I put it, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> or well, or they were the varsity playing the JV mm-hmm. or something like that. And then so so we had Jalen Samuels ripping off ten yard runs as they're funneling the the edge rushers out and just bulldozing the middle of the field. And uh, what what was your comment on that one? On Mr. Knee-Jerk Reaction oh. article? <laughs> I said, gee whiz, doesn't matter who the Steelers put back out there to run. They could put Myron Cope back there to run, and he's you know, been gone for how many years, and he'd gained 10 yards. Yeah. I mean, they were opening some pretty impressive holes. Now, you've got to put it in context. you got to remember that – not only are you saying, well, it was so, so our twos are better than their twos. Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, you could kind of say that, but the other thing you have to remember is think about how much the Steelers are basically by playing in the hall of fame game. It feels like they're just treating this like they would a normal four game preseason, like they would have in 2019, 2018, 2017. So that's kind of what they were doing. So therefore they were in game two mode while the Eagles, of course, were in game one mode. One. Yeah. So, therefore, their starters on defense, like their defensive line, they played one series. They played one series. So, the Steelers' starting offensive line went up against the starting defensive line and then the next guys. And then the 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 reserves, if I I was trying to look at it as much as I could to try. I don't know the Eagles players enough. I was trying to note and everything else. I I think the reserves got a little bit of the twos and then the threes, if you know what I mean. Uh, that's yes, that's what it looked to be. Yeah. So so let's. My biggest thing is is which kind which offensive line should the Steelers fans expect come the regular season, or is it going to be more like? The first half offensive line where I'm like, these guys aren't doing terrible. They're not blowing anyone away, but they're doing a fairly nice job. You know, gave up a bad sack, had had some good running plays, but unfortunately some of the best running plays were called back on holds, um, which for those of you that did have the Philadelphia uh, broadcasters, you knew the second one. Um, they did not agree with. They did not agree yeah. that that should have been called a hold. But – then you had the second half offensive line, and you're just like, there is no way, even if you didn't know much about football, there is no way you could watch the second half of that game and that offensive line not stand out the way that it did. Do you think that's a safe assumption? Um, I think so. I mean, yeah. I mean, the third yeah. quarter, Dwight Haskins had all day to throw, and they could basically yeah. run the ball at will, you know. So can, they were can, just getting at it. I got a question to ask you. Okay. 
I posed this question at our father earlier tonight when he was Uh-oh. wanting to talk about the game. So he didn't know how to answer. He wasn't sure how to answer it. Okay. But I'd like to see some other things in these in the game. Yeah, this the next two preseason games because okay. it would maybe help me out. Okay. You know, you and I have often talked throughout last year and even into you know campus stuff this year. We have felt that Kevin Dotson is not only a good offensive lineman, but for some reason, when he is in the game, the guys next to him play better. <laughs> yep, I had this as a talking point for us tonight, so I'm glad you brought it up. Yes. So do you also then not find it that surprising that Dan Moore Jr. and J.C. Hassenauer looked as good as they did? You know what? With Kevin Dotson on the line? I mean, I, that, that's really something to think about. That is something to think about. So part of you, part of me almost wants to be like, well, you got to look at this then. I, I I think that the grand total count was, oh, I've got to try to find it here. That, because um, it was Rashad Coward played 15 snaps. And where's, where's someone like, I'm looking for Kendra Green. He played 20. Kevin Dotson did come in with the starting line as the first sub. Okay. He played mm-hmm. five snaps with that group. So he played five snaps next to Kendrick Green and Chuksakora for. But then he really settled in next to JC Hassenauer and Dan Moore Jr. So I understand what you're saying. So the question is what should we the- expect? I'd like yeah, to ahead. see the lines get mixed up a little bit here and there. Like I want to see Dodson play more with the ones, which I expect we'll probably see. Which he stepped right into on practice on Sunday. Finally. And then and then I would like to see how the likes of Dan Moore and JC Hasnauer are then playing when Kevin Dotson is not the guy beside them. Yeah. And not only that, Coach Tomlin talked about this. I think it was Sunday because I don't think it was today. I'm pretty sure it was Sunday that Dan Moore Jr. looking good this week. Yes, he is. He's going to be looking at right tackle. They want to see if he can be their swing tackle. Yeah. Um, which I understand. And you know what? You know what? They might find out that he's just as good on the right side. They might also find out that he is only a left tackle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It could uh, no, be if Dan, if if Dan Moore Jr. Let's say when it all comes, when it's all said and done, is would be ahead of the other tackles like Joe Haig. You know, let's just say it stays Banner and a core for. Let's say it stays here. Then it goes Dan Moore Jr. and then it's the next guy. I'm to a point almost that if Dan Moore Jr. doesn't show that he can do as well on the right side but something happened where you would be without Zach Banner for some time, I'd be tempted to put a core four back over to the right and put more at the left. And put more at the left. You know? yep. I, agree. I, 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 I agree. don't know if that's going to be the case, but that's what they want to see. That's what yeah. they want to see. I think that's what they're looking for. And it's funny because some people are like, oh, that might make, make um, Hag expendable. Joe, Joe Hag, I wouldn't go that far because I was lo- – 
I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you all this. I for in order for Jeff and I, Jeff Hartman and I, Jefferson, sorry, uh, Hartman and I, to get a little bit more information, um, we I went ahead and for for temporarily upgraded the information that I can get from Pro Football Focus and their scores. What's crazy is that if you're looking at blocking grades for the preseason, in case you all aren't, this is across the entire NFL. You know, every you know, two teams have two games. Everyone else has one game. If you look at the overall blocking score, Kevin Dotson's number one. I did an article about this. That not only does he have the highest blocking score of anyone this preseason, his game against the Eagles, his score, which was a ninety-four point five, was better than anybody's season score on the entire offensive line last year. And then I went through week by week just of guards. And there was only three performances in all of 2020 that had a higher grade than what Dotson got Thursday night. And two of them were Wyatt Teller from the from, from Cleveland. So that's interesting to know. But what's crazy is when you break them out by run blocking and pass blocking, Dotson is not the highest, the, the highest in the NFL at run blocking. He's actually fourth, but not only that, he's not the highest stealer. Do you know who the number one ranked run blocking offensive lineman is in the NFL through, through? Well, yeah, so you've, given it, you've given it away with your, you know, well, saying somebody yeah. in the long prelude is Joe Hag. It's Joe Hag, isn't that crazy? <laughs> now his pass blocking is has some still some to be desired, but yeah, he's got a ninety three point nine run blocking grade. That's crazy. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I did not expect that. So for those of you thinking, you know, well, the, they could just if if Dan Moore's doing well, then they then they can cut loose Joe. It looks like it. Both of these guys should be there in case there's a problem with the other tackles. Now, granted, they haven't gone up against the stiffest competition. Although Haig, he's been the starter at right tackle because Banner hasn't played. So it, it that that's a little bit crazy to talk about. But one thing that I didn't get to say from practice today, because I wanted to wait till we started talking about offensive line. First thing I want to say was let's talk Kendrick Green because he missed the he missed the Steelers last two practices. He missed Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, it might have been Saturday when, when Tomlin said that about, about more. I can't remember. But he missed Saturday and Sunday. Excused by Coach Tomlin, something something going on. He came back today, and he was right back in with the ones. Mm-hmm. And Coach Tomlin was asked after practice. He's like, um, "Does that mean he's the guy?" And Coach Tomlin's, I'll give you his exact quote. He says, "You could surmise that, but there will be no bold announcements." So, in other words, he said, "Yeah, we're give we're he's the guy going there." Yeah. So they had Kendra Green. Because of him coming back, and now Corfor being there and Banner being there, today's practice was the first practice of those five guys who you think think believe are going to start off the season as the Steelers' offensive line, or at least that's what they thought it would be going into camp. There, here it is, August seventeenth. This was the first day they were out there together, where it was Chukchukor for Kevin Dotson, Kendrick Green, Trey Turner, and Zach Banner. I want to see that Saturday. I want to see how how they do. And I think that they have guys behind them that are pushing them. Seeing that line do so well in the second half is only going to make 
the other the other offensive linemen better if they've got guys nipping at their heels. Don't you think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I think. That's what, you know, Chooks and Banner should be looking at Dan Moore Jr. and saying, and Joe Hegg and saying, you know what, if we don't keep our game high enough, they got guys that they'll put in there for us. Yeah. 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 I I agree. And and like you say, J.C. Hassenauer, he's been playing much better than he did in 2020. Now, maybe it's because he's playing – you know, he hasn't been out there with the starting unit either time. So he's not playing the players that you would assume to be the best that you're getting from the other team. But it's allowed him to get comfortable and show, you know, I didn't even have him making the team. But, I mean, he played 45 snaps this past week, and he had a PFF grade of 76.6, which was out of all the Steelers' offensive players, it was ranked 10th. You know, so that's not bad. But once again, B.J. Finney was ahead of him, you know, and he's kind of pretty even between pass blocking and run blocking, a little bit easier, better with pass blocking. Uh, What do you think, bro? What what I'm thinking is, is, isn't it nice after, you know, worrying so everybody worrying so much about offensive line with the way the guys are playing right now that when it comes time to cut it down, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. They might have to keep 10. (laughs) So, and... Now, I'm going to give you another thing that kind of blows your mind. If you're looking at, once again, I'm just looking at the PFF grades from this last game. The third-ranked player on offense from Thursday night's game, he was released today by the Steelers. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was released today by the Steelers. That was uh, Brandon Walton was, was released by the Steelers. Um, which is funny because they listed him as a tackle, but he played guard for him the whole time. All his snaps came at guard. And he, I mean, he had a PFF score um, of 83.5. So he played well. I, I'm going to ask you this question because this was something I was almost threw out on the Slack channel. I'm like, eh. The Steelers, you know, they cut their five players today because they had to get down to 85 by 4 o'clock. And the players that they cut, they cut two offense, two defense, and one special teams. So the the two on offense was wide receiver Isaiah McCoy. Now, wasn't he the guy on the one punt return that ran backwards? You remember? Mm, I remember somebody ran backwards. Was that him? It was him because it was number 17, and I don't think – because there was two number 17s. Um, So there there was Isaiah McCoy, and then there was Brandon Walton. Then on defense, it was Stephen Denmark, who I had pegged. That's the only one I got right of pr- trying to predict the five. But I was pretty certain about him. He didn't even play Thursday, and he had been giving up a lot of touchdowns in practice um, as a defensive back. And then defensive end Abdullah Anderson, who I thought looked really good in the Hall of Fame game, where he had a sack. He had that one play that he kept um, – was it Danucci at the time? That was yep. rolling out on the fourth down that he kept him from being able to run. I'm setting all this up to ask you this question. Do you think that there's a possibility that the Steelers, when they made this cut down, might have had a couple guys that they decided they were going to do right by? Meaning that they're going to say, hey, you're even a guy we would be interested in with the practice squad. I could tell you now it would, it would have to take an awful lot in order for you to make the 53. Would right. you prefer to be released now? and have a chance to jump on if another team contacts you 
um, rather than stick around until final cuts and then have all that go down. You know, I don't know if the Steelers would have said that. I don't know if they were interested in doing that, but those two players, Walton and Anderson were the ones that I really thought was kind of surprising that they were in one of the first five gone. So do you think that's possible? Yeah, but the other thing to me that tells you that they were that the Steelers weren't having an easy time of it mm-hmm. was was Sloman. Not because yeah. Sloman's going to make the team, mm-hmm. but just another guy to take kicks during practice and yeah. games. Well, and, yep, and well, that. So he he did all the Hall of Fame game and half of the last game. So that means Chris Boswell's only got a half a game under his belt. Yeah. Two and a half games, you can get by with that. But I, I liked how they balanced it out, two defense, two offense, one special yeah. teams. Jeff, in his prediction, he had the long snapper going, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not sold that this isn't a really tight competition with the two long snappers because they keep bringing back um, Christian Kuntz. He went to Duquesne. He's a former linebacker. I mean, I'm, I hate to tell you this, but when you're snapping on punts, you're allowed to release. That's kind of nice to have a linebacker running down the field, if you know what I mean, well, to help cover punts. And I've noticed him out there on punts getting down the field to cover. And, and I've told you this before, okay? Do you know who the highest paid long snapper in the league is? At least is it, they is were it last Cameron year. Kennedy? No. Okay. It was the long snapper for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh-huh. Luke Rhodes. Okay. Played linebacker mm-hmm. at William and Mary. At William and Mary. Yep. I remember that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Played linebacker at William and Mary. Mm-hmm. And he got into training camp and somebody got that he knew got to talk to him and said, Hey, didn't you used to long snap back in high school? You know, you should do that again. Man, what great flexibility to make a team as a long snapper, but technically. Could be linebacker depth too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just say it's it's helpful to have, you know, a guy. Like I'll be honest with you, the biggest thing that worries me with Candidate as a long snapper is he friggin' holds all the time. He just doesn't always get called for it. He he, you know, and yeah. that's concerning that he could get called for a hold so many times, you know, on on a field goal or extra point. Um, when you know. Game-winning field goal, line it up, kick it. It's, you know, 44-yarder, 45-yarder. You kick it, it's good. Uh-oh, coming back on a hold for 10 yards. Whew. Tell me tell yeah. me that's not brutal. So, And uh, Andrew Wilbar, I, I I was just looking because I, I was going to say this and I saw the word in the live chat. Other than that, I haven't been paying attention to the live chat. And that is that the Lions cut their long snapper today on his 40th birthday. He had been with the team 17 years. So, but I mean, I'll be honest with you, not your son, but our nephew, I told him, I said, you want to make it to the NFL? I told him this five years ago. I said, you want to make it to the NFL? Snap. Seriously. If you could get really good at snapping, you can, you can find yourself a nice career in the NFL, believe yeah. it or not. Go undrafted, sign on with the team. Try to make it out there. If you can snap well, if you could block with it, if you could cover, that's a, I mean, that's every single team yeah. needs one. 
Y'all go, and we saw years ago with James Harrison having to fill in what happens when you don't have a long snapper. That is so, correct. Yes. So uh, we can kind of end up the the um, the long snapper talk. We're going to go ahead and take our break here. We're going to come back. We'll discuss the offense a little bit more. We'll break down some other stuff from this Eagles game. Then we're going to start looking ahead to see uh, what's going on with this week coming with the Lions, kind of who we, you know, what do we expect the game plan to be, especially when it comes to playing time um, and other things like that. And then, of course, we have to do our scores like we always do. So if you're on the audio side, go ahead and click on over to part two. If you're here um, with us on YouTube or Facebook, stick around for it, and we'll be back in just a few seconds. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.